0: For where envying and strife is, there is confusion, and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of peace is sown in peace of them that make peace, James 3:15-18. Thinking about peace today, and a very specific kind of peace, the peace we find ourselves needing when trying to make certain decisions. Decisions that truly once made will impact our life forever, we do sometimes have the opportunity to change our minds about something that we had either decided to do or not to do, and sometimes the hottest battle fought is in making a decision period. As a new Christian, I had always heard the question, well, do you have peace about it? As the answer often given to those seeking life choice advice from the old sages and sometimes my own answer to life's questions has honestly been, maybe, yeah, I think so, so how do we know, how do we really know that the choice we're about to make is going to be the right choice for this season in life? And I do say season because as life changes and as the seasons of life change also, what seemed dreadful yesterday could be a blessing today and what seemed the perfect sunshiny path yesterday could be an uphill walk during a hailstorm today. So life changes, we change but the sovereignty of God never changes. As His Word teaches us, He is eternal, self-existing, and sovereign and nothing about Him ever changes. The same God that created Adam and Eve, and forgave them for their sin and delivered the oppressed and made a way of escape for those enslaved by the Egyptians, and then went on to rescue us all through the blood of His Son, the promise of eternal life now ours forever if we will only accept it. He is the same and only God and He is the only one who can answer our questions and lead us in the paths of righteousness as stated in Psalm 23. He leads us in those good paths for His name's sake, and not only because we bear His name and are representatives of Him and His holiness, but also because He genuinely loves us and wants nothing but the best for us. That was the hardest struggle for me, the hardest thought that had to be surrendered, like so many, I always felt that while God was awesome and I admired Christians I knew, but in my thinking, they were just born that way, they were just special people that God adored while I, on the other hand had just been born bad and ignorantly thought I had no hope. That is the big lie that Satan tells so many to keep them bound by his lies. Because through Jesus we all have hope. But even after you accept Christ, The enemy in this world can still try to steal your joy, your happiness, and most of all your peace by whispering confusion concerning the paths you should travel. As the thought to write this post came to mind, I wondered what would be the best example of this kind of faith and this kind of peace that we will always need to use as a comparison when choosing those paths and making those decisions. Now I have used this story before, I have written for eight years, including the two that I wrote for a church, and undertaking that in fact, led to this, so it goes without saying that after that kind of time, usually a Bible account has been used already, but the awesome thing with God is that often he will show you something different in a verse that you maybe feel like you have read hundreds of times, but he always has something else he wants you to get if he keeps leading you back to the same one. But for me, for us, for this post, this is the most perfect example among the many that we are given through the pages and accounts of the Bible. If you know this story, please bear with me, and if you are not that familiar with it, Please as you read, get the mental picture of this, as it happened in your mind, which will be blown when the full image of the kind of faith this lady had is revealed. We will pick this up as Pharaoh had ordered the midwives to kill all the Hebrew male babies, but as these ladies feared God they would not, and we'll pick up at Pharaoh's next move. And Pharaoh charged, commanded, all his people, saying, every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. And there went a man of the house of Levi, and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived, and bare a son, and when she saw that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could not longer hide him, she took for him an ark, basket, little boat, of bulrushes, and daubed it with pitch, and put the child therein, and she laid it in the flags, reeds, by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar off, to wit, no, what would be done to him? And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, And her maidens walked along by the river's side. And when she saw the ark, basket, among the flags, she sent her maids to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and the babe wept. And she had compassion on him. And she said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse IT for me, and I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called his name Moses, literally means drawn out, and she said, Because I drew him out of the water. Exodus 1:22, Exodus 2:1 to 10. Isn't that just mind-blowing? The hand of God in this was amazing. Now of course we know that because we have read the book. But Jacobed, the mother of Moses, had no way of knowing how that story would end nor did Miriam, his sister as she watched over him, as this tiny little three-month-old baby was floating in the Nile River. But God knew, God knew exactly how this was going to go down and that this little baby he had sent to this earth for the purpose of being drawn out of that river he would one day use to draw his people out of Egypt and just as the Nile did not take him under, neither would the Red Sea as God's plan for this child included the literal dividing of that sea. Absolutely amazing when you think about it, the fact they did not know, just believing, believing with an incredible faith that it would be well. And we are not told at any point that God spoke to her or that he sent an angel to instruct her, we are only told this. Hebrews 11:23. by faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of, by, his parents because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. God gave them peace that is how they knew, that is why they were not afraid. God had given that knowledge in their heart and soul that everything would be fine, no matter how scary it looked. And can you imagine, making a basket, by hand, to put your baby in and then putting that baby in a river? The only way she could have done it at all is for God to have given her peace otherwise she would have been overwhelmed by the what ifs. What if the pitch doesn't hold? What if water seeps in? What if it capsizes? What if he is eaten alive? And what about the what ifs concerning her daughter? What if someone sees her watching and discovers who put the baby there? What if something goes wrong and she is injured trying to save the baby? What if Pharaoh's daughter suspects that this was the family of her tiny foundling? You know what she did. She had to have known, especially when a little girl just happened to be there to offer to find someone to help her take care of the baby. Talk about the right place at the right time, can you imagine if the soldiers or taskmasters had been the ones to find Moses, they would have surely killed him and if they had saw Miriam hiding, they would have killed her also and would have attempted to find the parents so they could kill them too for disobeying Pharaoh's command, and I don't know if she just had a completely different heart or if God had softened it, I personally believe she was cut from a different cloth, since God had chosen her in advance for this job when we are told that she had compassion on him when she heard his cry you can almost imagine being there as she said this is one of the Hebrew children, which to me, reads as if it would have been laced with sadness and regret, because even in her own power, she still would not have had power to stop the slaughter of these babies or change any decision made by Pharaoh. Either way she would have had to have known that Miriam was related to the baby and that this woman she was going to fetch was actually his mother, and to me, it is priceless when she tells her to take this baby, She let her keep him, wean him and actually paid her for doing it and when he was old enough she brought him into Pharaoh's palace as a prince. That my friends is why of all the stories of miracles and faith we could have read, we read that one, sometimes in life, things can look good but not quite feel right while other times it can look hopeless but somehow feel like it is the perfect place to be. And those who should be against you are not always your enemy. It's all in the peace God gives us and even concerning your own quandary that you may be struggling with today. Think of it like this, with our beginning verse, if there is strife, envy, any negative feelings tugging inside of you take that as your answer, no matter how good something seems, if you can't get any peace with that decision then it means that for whatever reason, even if seems like it is a good thing, it is however not going to be a good thing for you. While another decision may seem like the worst mistake you could ever make but yet you feel peaceful in that decision, then that is the right choice for you. So whatever you are facing today, life change, career change, moving to a new location, ending or beginning a relationship, seek God, seek his peace for you and then honor his guidance in your life, even if it looks like you will never reach your desired location by choosing that path, if God prompts us, choose it, because in reality only he knows the way we should ever go. God bless you, till next time, with love, mercy, and that peace today and for your tomorrow. And what is that peace? And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep, guard, your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.